right. It is 8.15. Welcome to the 6.15 at St. Paul Baptist Church. Today, while Pastor Scott is on vacation, we got Reverend Kelly Baptist that's going to lead us in prayer and devotion. And she will be speaking up and sharing with us. Get ready for a wonderful time of sharing with our Reverend Kelly Baptist as we enjoy our quick 15. Good evening, family. It has been great. Uh, yes, hello. It's been great to hear your voices that you guys have chimed in for the last several moments. We hope that Pastor and Lady Peer and Cheris are thoroughly enjoying some time to rest and relax, and we continue to keep them in our prayers as we pray along with the St. Paul family in all that we are facing. So let us go ahead and get started. We're going to look this evening at the book of 2 Corinthians chapter 1. I'm going to put this on lecture mode. And what we've done is that we've muted the lines so that you all won't have to hear the background noises and then we'll unmute as we get to the end of the call so everyone can say good evening. So right now, we're going straight into the Word of God so that we can share some time in devotion and pray together one with another. The book of 2 Corinthians chapter 1, and we're going to start with verse number 3. Read along in whatever version that you have. I'll be reading from the New King James Version. 2 Corinthians chapter 1, verse 3 through 5 says, Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of mercies and the God of all comfort, who comforts us in all our tribulation, that we may be able to comfort those who are in any trouble, say any trouble, with the comfort with which we ourselves are comforted by God. For as the sufferings of Christ abound in us, so our consolation also abounds through Christ. And now let's skip down to verse number 7, 2 Corinthians chapter 1. It says, And our hope for you is steadfast, because we know that as you are partakers of the sufferings, so you will also partake of the consolation. And our guiding devotional thought for this evening is the comfort of hope. Wherever you are, just say that out loud, the comfort of hope. Over the course of these last months, family, we have seen losses and death at the national and international levels, and even more closely, to home, so many of the disciples of St. Paul and their family members and their friends and connections have been touched by the grief of losing someone that you love. And just this week, we as a nation laid to rest Congressman John Lewis, the latest in a string of greats that have departed from earth to reward in the black community. And as a nation, we have been horrified to see the numbers rise from week to week and sometimes day to day as we slowly crossed over 100,000 human United States lives lost from COVID. And we're now over halfway to 200,000 lives lost. 
Aside from losses of life, there are those who have been grieving other losses which impact our lives just as much in major ways. It's no small thing for those who are extroverts, who draw energy and strength from connecting with others, to lose that connection because we all need to stay home in order to protect from the spread of a virus that is unpredictably deadly. That's a loss. We've seen people on the news behaving like absolute crazy people because they feel like they've lost their freedom because of being restricted from certain activities. There are those who have lost their jobs and they now mourn not just the income, but that stability that comes from steady employment. And we are even still hurting as a community as we seek justice for the lost lives of Breonna Taylor, George Floyd, and so many others. Yes, time has passed, but we haven't forgotten nor ceased to be impacted by brown bodies dead on the ground in their cars or even in their own homes. Family, I don't have to tell you, it's a lot, a whole lot. And if we focus on what is surrounding us at our level, at eye level, at arm's length, it can be hard to see the sunshine through the clouds of uncertainty, suffering, grief, anger, and loss that swarm all around us. But the Apostle Paul came by to remind us tonight that grief, loss, death, trials, and tribulation are not subjects to which God is a stranger. And not just God, but those whom God loves have been crying through, praying through, and pressing through adversity for thousands of years. And in the midst of it all, Paul reminds us as God's children that we are the beneficiaries of comfort, consolation, and hope even in the worst of times. Paul weathered being a hypocrite. Because, you know, he didn't start off being all holy. Like some of us, we didn't start off being all that holy. No, Paul was on the other side. He was beating Christians down and condemning them. And then he had to flip the script. And then he had to deal with those who looked at him as, oh, you didn't change your tune now. You a hypocrite? He had to weather that storm. He was actually shipwrecked. He was stoned, like, like the kill people stoned, in Iconium, and they dragged his body out of the city and left him for dead. He was beaten. He was jailed. Paul was no stranger to suffering in all of its many forms. And he had his issues, too, just like us. All because of who he was and, more importantly, of who he represented. My brother and my sister, tonight I want to join with Paul and encourage you. Don't you let them put you down, pigeonhole you, try and categorize you because you're a black, because you're a follower of Christ, because you took longer to accomplish your dreams than other did, others did, because you're sad, because you're struggling. Listen, we can't always control what happened to us or around us. I can't control the color of my skin or how that makes somebody else feel. You can't control this virus and the reaction it gets from other people. But what we can do is keep praying, keep pressing, stand strong and tall, knowing that just as the word says in Philippians 1, 6, that he who has begun a good work in you will perform it until the day of Jesus Christ. Family, 
family, the word of God tonight in 1 Corinthians, excuse me, 2 Corinthians chapter 1 reminds us that we serve a God through Christ Jesus who is the God of all comfort. Say that, all comfort. Not just your illness, but your heart hurt. Not just your grief, but your anger. Not just your depression, but your lack of understanding. We have to stop trying to hide stuff from God and learn to do like we sing in that song, take it to the Lord in prayer. Because the text tonight reminds us that he is the God of all comfort. And the God of all comfort can lead us even through the valley of the shadow of death and up onto the mountaintop of peace, of wholeness, of joy unspeakable. Beloved, don't deny your suffering. Pour it out before God. Not necessarily before people, because we know people can be a little special. Pour it out before God and allow the God who loves us to comfort and give us community. God will make sure to extend to us comfort and community to see us through. Verse 4 of our text tonight reminds us that God comforts us so that we can comfort others. You know what? Reach out on Facebook to check on somebody who lost a loved one, like Sister Beverly, who lost her son. We've lost deacons. We've lost family members. Check on somebody. Send them a text, even though it's been a month. Give a call. Drop a card in the mail. All of that is us partnering with God to comfort others, even as God comforts us as we are going through. Listen, even in the midst of what we're dealing with, God will comfort us, and then we can lend our comfort to others. And as we connect through comfort, we are creating a wall of community and strength that will help someone get through this. And don't look now, but soon enough, that same comfort will combine with the word and the spirit of God and this community and see you through when the burden gets to feeling too heavy. Family, there is comfort for us through God. But not only do we have comfort, but there's also consolation. That's in our text tonight. See, comfort is broad encouragement or the easing of stress or a burden. That's, That's a large thing. Like, I'm praying for you or I'm so sorry for what you're dealing with. But consolation is a specific kind of comfort that is offered in cases of loss or disappointment. The word mentions both. There's that God of all comfort again we just talked about. That God, through Christ, offers comfort in a general sense to heal and to keep us, but also consolation in a specific and particular sense to your areas of need. It's one thing to say, I'm sorry. It's another thing when God, when someone mentions that one thing that's really digging into you, that to say, you know what, I'm praying for your loneliness. I, I, I'm praying that God will heal your anger. I know that there are times in the midnight hour when you think of that one thing they said, and I'm, I'm just going to be touching and agreeing with you that God would speak to that. that the specificity of consolation is ours as children of God. Consolation is comfort drilled down to the root of the thing so that God can allow you to heal from stem to stern, from root to tip, 
from the inside out. There is comfort and consolation for us in these times. But don't look now. There's also hope. God moves us into hope, not just Hope that's rooted in fantasy, because hope without any ground foundation is just a fantasy, a myth. But our hope is rooted in Christ and his promise. It's connected through the suffering that as we go through together, just like Christ went through, as we come out, as Christ went out, God will comfort us, strengthen, and restore. It's based on Christ who has gone before us, is standing at the right hand of the Father, and intercedes on our behalf. There is comfort, there is consolation, there is hope. So family, keep your chin up, keep your heart and soul anchored in the Lord and the God of all comfort, who sees all, who hears your cry, will deliver. He understands, he never fails He is here right now to comfort. Ask the Savior to help you, comfort, strengthen, and keep you. He is willing to aid you. He will carry you through. Let us pray. Our Father and our God, we come together as community right now, asking that you will continue to do what you have been doing, God. We have been dealing with illness through COVID for months, God, and we are still here. You're still keeping us strong by connecting us. You've given us ways to connect with each other on the phone lines through a quick 15, on the internet through service on Sundays. There have been ways, Lord God, that we have found ways to connect with each other in ways that we didn't before. We've been echoing your character because no matter what we're dealing with, no matter how ugly we've been to you, no matter how deep in sin we've gotten, Lord, you find ways to reach out to us, to connect with us, to save us, to help us, to deliver us. You gave us your word to remind us of that part of your character. You gave up your son who gave up his very body and his life and then came back so that we would have another chance, another opportunity that we would not be lost in sin, but that we would be forever through Christ be able to connect with you and receive your comfort, receive your peace, receive your joy, receive our healing, receive our wholeness, Lord God, so that when we come back together, when we get through the other side of this thing, we'll be able to confess that if it has had not been for the Lord who was on our side, where would we be? You're still keeping, you're still protecting, you're still loving us, you are holding us in your arms. So God, we just pray in the name of Jesus that you'll continue to connect us and comfort us through community, and we will represent you well. Lord God, we extend ourselves to our brothers and sisters who are struggling through these times, Lord God. Remind us as the week goes forward to reach out to somebody and remind them that they are family and not alone. And as you bring us through Yet again, Lord God, we will be careful to give you all the praise, the honor, the glory, and the credit. We're going to lift up your name, and we're going to shout our troubles over because you are the God who was and is and is to come. And just like you've seen us through before, you will see us through again. We trust you, we believe you, and we are standing on your promises and your word not our own understanding. Have your way in this place and bless us as we go forward from this moment. It's in Jesus' name we pray. And we all said amen, amen, and amen. Be comforted and encouraged tonight, family, and God bless you. Good night.